Welcome back to Eating Adventures, a food search exploring must-eats in notable restaurants. Order up. I'm Chloe. And I'm Haley. And welcome back from winter break, everybody. Happy New Year, and we hope you had the happiest of holidays. It's time for our first Opposites Alike series of the season, and we're super excited to share with you what we ate over our winter break. We're kicking this new year off kind of with a big episode. Haley, where'd you go? I went skiing at Schweitzer, which is in Sandpoint, Idaho, and then I also went to Sun Peaks, which is in, like, BC, Canada. So kind of like a double trip? Yeah, double skiing sandwich trip. Um, where did you go, Chloe? I went to Paris, France. So jealous. How was my homie France? The weather was kind of the same as Seattle. It was really rainy. And it was kind of cold when we went. The weather was around like 30s, 40s, maybe 50s for like a few days. Um, But other than that, I really enjoyed the city. I mean, if it's going to be raining or cold anywhere, I'd rather have it be in Paris, you know? For sure. Like, it doesn't matter as long as you're in Paris. How about the snow in Idaho? It was really cold when we went to Idaho. It was like 10 degrees while we were skiing, so my fingers got really cold and my toes got really cold, but the snow there, since it was so cold, the snow was very light, so it was really nice to ski in. Nice skiing snow. Yeah, we got lots of pow days. Was the weather in the negatives while you were there? So, actually, we were supposed to go to Sun Peaks before Christmas, and then Schweitzer after, but then we flipped it, because in Sun Peaks before Christmas, it was like negative 25 degrees, and we were like, we cannot ski in that. So then we had to swap it, which is crazy. So the weather kind of got warmer. Yeah, it got warmer. We were really lucky. We're always super lucky when it comes to skiing trips. Very thankful. So let's talk about Paris. Do you want to take us through one of your days there? Okay. The first day we got there, we were all a little bit jet lagged because our flight had gotten canceled. I feel like we didn't get the worst of it because we definitely did not. Um, But we rebooked our flight and we had a layover in Iceland. Which is a place that I've really been wanting to go to. We got the notification at like 4 a.m. that our flight was canceled a few hours before we were supposed to leave. Oh my gosh. That was during the snowstorm in Seattle. Oh, like the ice storm. The ice storm. So we were all snowed in. The planes couldn't leave SeaTac. So then we rebooked on a different airline the next day because we were flying... Air France originally, and then we wouldn't be able to leave until like three or four days later. So we got there a day late, and then we kind of just stayed around. We went with family and friends to Paris, so we just hung out with them the first day and then went to this dinner for Christmas. Um, And then the next day was kind of when things started to get going. We went to the Louvre. I saw the Mona Lisa. How was it? Are you as wowed? A lot of people say that it's a lot smaller than they expect. But it was pretty normal size, I think. I think it's because people expect to be as big as a wall, but it's just, yeah, a portrait. In that same room, there was The Last Supper, which took the entire wall. I thought that painting would be a lot smaller, but compared to the Mona Lisa, it was humongous. After that, we went to this super good ramen shop called Kadawari. I got a strawberry ramune, but the thing I learned about Paris is that if you order 
Ramune. It's not really Ramune. But I call it Japanese lemonade, but it's like not the same as Ramune. Is Ramune the soda? It's the soda with like the marble and that you, you push down. It, yeah. yeah. So it wasn't like that soda you just tasted like lemonade? It tasted like it, but it was different. I think they just call it Ramune. I mean, Ramune is a better name than lemonade, so maybe just to get that appeal. Or maybe it was just Paris styled Ramune. Paris-style Ramune. Different Paris marbles. Oh. Exactly. What um, ramen did you get there? I got to show you ramen. It was super flavorful. Um, and then the soup waste was really good. Of course, it came with the traditional ramen noodles. The restaurant had a super cool atmosphere. When we first walked in, um, there was like this little street vendor cart on the inside and then there's this like little kid and his mom eating ramen inside of the little food vendor cart oh my gosh I love and that. then we ate upstairs but the stairs were super steep going up it was so scary so not accessible to everybody so you'd have to i think it's normal floor. for parisian especially cuisine. since like the streets are smaller or since city they don't have as much room so Very instead compact. of going instead of going yeah. like wider they go go straight up yeah but the decorations were very cool it felt like an authentic japanese restaurant they had like a bunch of really cool decorations and then they had like an old tv playing this old show and they had a bunch of lanterns up it was really cool yeah i think the atmosphere really it helps i don't know i feel like it just makes the restaurant that much better because the food could be great but if the atmosphere isn't good it's just not a great experience for sure. How about for sure. your first day on the slopes? So yeah, we went to Schweitzer first. Um, very chill. You know, I just skied every single day. Nothing that interesting there. But one of the restaurants we visited was Arlo's Restaurant. <laughs> um, I don't speak Italian. The highlight we had there was their garlic bread. It was just, it was solid. It was solid garlic bread. Um, and they also had a lot of different varieties of pastas and that was solid too let me guess you got a mushroom cheese ravioli no i did not get that i got was i close no you were not close at all i got clam pasta which was good because it had a little bit of saltiness it wasn't too heavy because like the sauce is fairly light so that was kind of nice and then the garlic bread was solid because um, it had a good crunch and... Uh, was it garlicky? Yeah, it was garlicky. It was, I have to say, it's better than the QFC garlic bread. And that's the one I usually get. And this one was wow. crunchier. And I Impressive. just like crunchy bread. So Was it like baked longer or was it just the crunch? I think it was baked longer. Okay. But I don't know, it was good. Are you a kind of person that likes the crust of the bread or the inside? I don't really have a preference. I feel like it tastes better together. Good answer. <laughs> I don't know. Some people just don't like the outside of the bread. Really? I like the outside. So I think you have to eat it together. Exactly. Like apples. No. Yes. No. Why would you peel your apples? Cleaner. Yeah, but gets away all the nutrients. Like, literally, the apple skin doesn't taste like no, anything. No, no, I think that apples taste better without the skin. I, I, I still eat it with the skin, but it tastes better with that. Okay, you do you, Chloe. You do you. You do you. You do you. No, you do. no, 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 no. You do you. <laughs> eat your apples with your skin. 
Okay. Anyway, speaking of the Big Apple, but make it the Big Pear, because you're in Paris. What if That's Paris... a little bit of a stretch. What if Paris is called the Big Pear? Okay. Sorry, a little off topic. So, what did you do on your next day in Paris? We went to Versailles. It was a day trip there. It was also my friend's birthday, so we celebrated her birthday in the lovely museum palace of Versailles. Bougie. It was kind of far, so we took like a 20-30 minute train ride. At Versailles, we got a tour guide, and a lot of the information was the same as my history class. It was kind of cool to see what we were talking about in the textbook in real life. IRL. IRL. Versailles was honestly not as impressive as I thought it was going to be. Exposed. Um, it was just really big with a bunch of rooms with Sounds no hallways. Like there were no hallways, which I thought was interesting. How were the gardens? Was there gardens? The gardens were really cool. We took this, like, not a trolley, but a trolley. It was like this cart to, like, the different places. There were, like, little houses and apartments on the outskirts. But some people walked the gardens. The gardens were very big and well taken care of. Did it look like those TV shows um, about, like, royal people? Not really. I feel like for Versailles, it'd probably be better if you go in the summer or springtime. The winter was kind of sad. I can see that. Because I feel like in the summer, you could have, like, a picnic outside or something. Or it'd be nicer to walk the gardens. Yeah, it was really cold at Versailles. But that's okay, because you can just do it next time you're there. Did you have any good food in Versailles? Yes, so after we were done walking around the gardens in the palace, we went to this place called Angelina's Hot Chocolate. We were gonna go in, like, central Paris, but we heard that the lines were super long and the wait was, like, two and a half hours to get in. So we decided to go at Versailles. Um, It was super good. I don't know if you've heard of Angeline's before, but they're mostly known for their hot chocolate. Except I did not order the hot chocolate. (laughs) Oh my gosh. It was really hot with my jacket on inside. Did you try it at least? I got the iced chocolate. You got the iced chocolate? I got the iced chocolate. At a place. So you just got chocolate milk at a place where they're known for hot chocolate. No, no, no. It was not chocolate milk. It was iced chocolate. Iced chocolate is chocolate milk. No. It's either chocolate milk or a chocolate bar. No. It's either hot chocolate or iced chocolate. Oh my gosh, Chloe. How I was, know. What a disappointment. How, I didn't get the famous hot chocolate. But how was your iced hot chocolate? I mean, iced chocolate because it's not Okay, wait. Anymore. You cannot bully me because three out of the four people at the table got iced chocolate. Only one person got hot chocolate. Why? Oh my gosh. Okay, just tell it me how it was. It was too hot for hot chocolate. Was it yummy, at least? It was It was very thick. It wasn't like your traditional Starbucks hot chocolate, where you could like drink it and it tastes like milky chocolate. It was, was it really, like, really rich? It was very chocolate. rich, very thick, very good. That sounds very chocolatey. Yes. I had some good hot chocolate, too, in Sun Peaks. How was it? It was amazing. It was from this place called... Balaco Cafe, and it was so good because they would do the ripped cream, and then they put caramel and cinnamon on top, oh, which was chef's fancy kiss. hot chocolate. The cinnamon just makes it elevate the 
flavor that much more because it gives it that kind of like warm taste. I don't see a lot of restaurants putting cinnamon in their hot chocolate. I think they should do it more. It works so well. And Is it, it just, just on the top? A thing. Yeah, it should just become a thing. So it's like caramel, hot chocolate, cinnamon, whipped cream. Yeah, basically that except reverse. They just do the whipped cream and then they put it on top of the whipped cream. Oh, okay. I thought you meant reverse where like the whipped cream is at the bottom. <laughs> at the bottom? <laughs> you and said reverse. The hot chocolate. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess that could work. And then too. caramel on the top? I don't know. You should try that at home, Chloe. DIY. I'm going to do that. DIY. Okay, continue. D-I-A-H. Do it at home. Exactly. Oh, yeah, I forgot. It's not DIY. Nope. Um, anyways, let's continue your amazing day in Versailles. For my main meal, my lunch, I got steak and potatoes, and it was very good. The potatoes were roasted, and it was like garlicky, garlicky potatoes, which is good. And then their steak was also very good. I find that when we got steak in Paris, they like to cook it more than they do in America. Was it a little bit it's tougher like, then? When you say medium rare, it's really medium or medium well. And then medium well is like fully, fully, fully cooked. I see. How was, do you like your steak? I like my medium. How do you like your steak? Medium well. Is that the one where it's all cooked through? It's not all cooked through. It's mostly cooked through. So you got a well steak. Is that what you're trying to say? No, mine was okay. Mine was good. Okay. And then their medium steak was very, very light. <laughs> light? <laughs> it was cooked lightly. At another restaurant that we went to, they were like, oh, how do you want it cooked? And then my brother's like, medium. And then they just like gave him like a rare steak. And then so someone else ordered like thing. a medium well and then they got like a medium steak. So the chef kind of chooses how they want to cook the steak. Because I think they know that if they cook it too much, it's going to be... Not as good. Yeah, it's going to be like dry. Honestly, French chefs can just do their own thing because they're on a different they level know what than they're American doing. chefs. Exactly. And then we got dessert. Ooh. Uh, my friend Mia got a happy birthday song. Oh, In French? No. Our waiter's English was very good. Impressive. We learned that he lived in Washington, D.C. for a few years, so that's why his English was very good. For, um, honestly, all European people are so much more bilingual and like multilingual than americans and it's embarrassing but i also look up to them so much like i aspire to be them i definitely agree pretty much every single restaurant that we went to they spoke english but i feel so like in america blessed. people only know english yeah we're such slackers it's so embarrassing but it's okay because we're on the step to glory by learning chinese and french Okay, let's move on to a different Chinese day. and French three. Yeah, French toi. I've Chinese toi. Chinese toi. I knew my numbers. Oh, did you practice any I French? I practiced my numbers. Did you really like, can I have oh hot chocolate? <laughs> I did not do that. But when they were asking for how many people, I could say set. Set. Or we. Did you actually say it? I said it twice. I'm so proud Very of you. Very impressed. So proud. But it's fine. I, I wasn't able to use my French. We I could have been, French this is what because you do. they all spoke English. When you order, you say, je prends your dish. I think you should go to Paris. Yeah, but the thing is, I went to Switzerland, and they speak French there, but I didn't speak any French. Why? 
because I was too embarrassed, and they all spoke English. So See, it, that's the problem. You need yeah, to practice exactly. your French. So it's, like, weird if you start speaking English, so they know you speak English, and then all of a sudden you just, like, switch languages, and you start speaking French. Moving on to the next restaurant. Where'd you go? So there is this place at Schweitzer. It's at the back of the mountain on the base, and it's for when you want to take breaks, like have a lunch break, a snack break, or just like hang out. And it's this cute little building. It's called the Outback, and it has Outback Steakhouse. Yeah, it's kind of like the Outback Steakhouse, but without the steakhouse. Um, it has like very skier vibe because there's like vintage skis all over the walls. There's like signs, stickers. That's fun. It was very cute. It just screened skiing. And it was a very like community place. People were like sitting at the same tables, talking with one another. And yeah, we met like some locals there and some cool people. How was your meal? We would usually just get like snacks. So like fries or like cookies. Oh, that's fun. It's because it was like really cold. So yeah. whenever I was too cold, hot chocolate? we would just like stop yeah, and get hot chocolate to warm us up. Did you bring your dog, Ollie? Yes, we did. But he had to stay at the hotel. All day? Yeah. But, like, it wasn't that long. It was just, like, a school day. Poor Ollie. But it's better than leaving him without leaving us. in Seattle? Yeah. Because he gets sad. And he we, like, bring like him with us. Staying. He doesn't like a staycation. Yeah, but it was better when we went to Sun Peaks because it was ski and ski out. So whenever we would take lunch, we'd just come back to the room. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, very nice. Okay, moving on from mine. Where else did you go on your wonderful Parisian trip? I'll kind of combine the next two days. Um, we started out at the Dior Gallery. What I don't know that? if you've seen it, but it's like this four or five story high building. And it's just all Dior. Do you shop or is it like art pieces? It's like kind of like a museum where you like walk around and then see all like the dresses that they made. And... There is this one place where we were able to see these two people hand-making another dress. So it was kind of like in progress, which is really cool. Um, And then I think the coolest thing about it was that there's this like staircase that you can see. It goes all the way up to the top and you can see the top from the bottom floor. And then it's just kind of like mini purses, dresses, keychains, whatever, hats, just color-coded so like it's kind of like a gradient rainbow that you can see from the top like throughout the museum oh like each floor is like assigned a color and then at the top you can see the well, gradient you, there's like you can see from all floors the entire thing that's cool i don't like i explained that very well but it's okay we can just insert a picture in our instagram post okay Follow us <laughs> at Eden adventures for the photo and then that day we mostly just did shopping on the Champs-Élysées. We had crepes for breakfast. Um, I got an apple compote with vanilla ice cream. That sounds so bomb. And that crepe place is really fancy. They also had like savory crepes. We had like a kid's table and then an adult's table. Pretty much everyone at the kid's table got like a sweet crepe, either like Nutella or ice cream or something. I always get sweet crepes. The adults all got savory crepes. Savory crepes are yummy, too. They are. It was very interesting. I feel like the sweet crepes are more your traditional crepes, and then the savory crepes were, like, crunchy on the outside. It's like a burrito, but thinner. Yes. Did you try the street crepes that they have? You know how they have, like, really cheap ones on the street? 
We went to this crepe cafe where it's like two, you know those circle cookers? Mm-hmm. Circle cookers. Crepe I don't know what it's cookers. called. Crepe cookers. Crepe they had like two of those just like right in the middle of the restaurant. It was a super small restaurant and that's their specialty. So it was cool to see that. That was like the closest thing we had to street crepes. There was street crepes. crepes though, but I was so full. Couldn't eat any more. You say you're craped up. Craped up. And one thing I noticed while in Paris is that it had a lot of juices. Kind of reminded me of my trip to Portugal a few years ago, where they have like fresh squeezed orange juice and a lot of What's your favorite? Fruit what was juices. your favorite juice that you got there? Um, I'd probably have to say the orange juice. You know, you can't go wrong with true, true. orange. What do you think made it different than like the store-bought ones? could just taste the freshness <laughs> really Chloe no way no, I don't have, know did they have that cool like orange juice it wasn't machine? they had those at the grocery stores which was kind of cool it wasn't so like sick. overly sweet but you could tell that like the sweetness is from the fruit itself not like additional sugar that's good orange juice is such a good juice like it's so versatile I'll drink it with my breakfast lunch or dinner like it literally doesn't matter do you have a favorite orange juice brand? Not really. As long as it's not sour. It honestly depends on, like, the season. The oranges. Or, like, the box. Yeah. Did you have any, like, super out-of-the-ordinary juices there? I had a strawberry kiwi juice. That sounds good. It was very thick. Kind of like a smoothie. But I like that, you know? Yeah, it, it makes it have more substance, you know? More flavor in there. Yes, more flavor, more texture. And also, I feel like smoothies can sometimes be more refreshing than juice. Okay, one thing that was very different is that you have to order, like, water instead of, you know, here in America where they just give you a glass of water. Yeah. But then you get to choose. It is. You get to choose flat or sparkling, and they call it Purier and Pellegrino. (laughs) Did you always get Pellegrino? I like flat water. Flat water is usually, like, more expensive. I remember in Switzerland, we ordered flat water, and it was, like, more expensive than the alcoholic beverages that my dad got. Crazy. I know. It was mind-blowing. But I kind of appreciate that, because I feel like sometimes when restaurants just give everyone water, not everyone drinks it. Exactly. And then a lot of it goes to waste. That's true. I feel like it, we should do that in the U.S. Especially since water is not unlimited. Okay. But the water, the Washington water... Definitely tastes better. Chef's kiss. I know I was. In... I saw this thing where it was like taste testing water. Oh, to see if you to knew. see if you knew which brand goes to which. But I like tap water. I can taste it. Like the brand, it's really obvious. Sink water. It tastes good. Because I remember I was in Sun Peaks in Schweitzer. I really just missed the water that we had at home. What's your favorite brand of water? I like our drinking water at home tap water <laughs> yeah it just hits different it hits different it tastes better exactly how about fiji i don't like I fiji f- water you don't i don't like smart water actually i don't really remember what it tastes like i don't fiji like fiji is like top i don't like water that's been too highly um, i think the difference is that a lot of the water that they had in paris is like mineral water so it tasted very rocky yeah you could definitely taste it because there's like water in washington that I drink, that I like, tastes like sink. Exactly, and that just is it, amazing. We love it. It tastes fresh. 
very more fresh refreshing. from the mountains. Taste from the mountains. From the glaciers. Straight from the snow. Okay. Did you taste the snow there? No, I did not. That's yucky. Um. So, did you have? Did you try any other super hip, cool places in Paris or Paris? I would have to say the highlight, maybe not of the trip, but definitely the highlight restaurant was this place called Yakuza by Oliver. It was kind of hard to find. We were like kind of walking down the streets. It was at night and it brought us to this like random alleyway, pitch black. There's no one, no cars. But then when we walked into the hotel, you couldn't tell that there was a restaurant there. It was a very fancy hotel. Towards, like, the back of the lobby, there was this, like, door. It was a solid door with, like, a little window at the top. No restaurant name anywhere. Really? And the waiter came to the door, and she was like, reservation? We were like, yeah. And then when the door opened, it was this, like, very, very fancy restaurant. Is Was that the only entrance? I think so. That's so crazy. I feel like, for you, the places that seem sketchy or are in, like, the middle of nowhere are always, like, your favorite. Because I remember in Italy, you went to that, like, super weird place. And, like, you went up, like, it was elevators in, Yeah, yeah it was in, like, the random neighborhood. Yeah. I feel like you have to go at nighttime. And that, it like, ended makes up it more really dramatic. Good, yeah. yeah. But, but that's I thought kinda, that was that, weird. But that's, like, so cool, though, because it's kind of, like, it feels like a secret restaurant. It definitely is. It's, like, the definition of hole in the wall. I feel like... You could definitely tell there were some, like, tourist trap restaurants, like a corner cafe, for example, with, like, flowers and, like, seating on the outside, where, like, a bunch of people were there. But then this place, like, if you didn't know about it, then you wouldn't know it's there. Good story. Okay, continuing. It was, like, not your average restaurant. Now, I don't know how to explain it. It was, like, very well spaced out, because I feel like a upscale restaurant like that would be packed with people. There was, like, a good amount of people. It was not too loud. And there was this, like, DJ next to our table, which I thought was funny. It was definitely an experience that really, like, elevated the food. What did you order there? It was, like, a Japanese-French kind of restaurant. There was lots of sushi there. They had omakase, a set meal where they, like, bring out each dish to you, which is really cool. My family didn't do that, but our family friends did that. We, I think we over-ordered. We got a bunch of stuff. We started out with these tuna rolls. I don't know if it was fried. Like, the seaweed part was really crunchy, and it was topped with cream cheese and this, like... Was it, like, sweet, savory kind of deal? It was. The cream cheese kind of, like, balanced everything out. Like, you would think that if you saw cream cheese on a menu with tuna, that doesn't sound very... It kind of gives me bagel vibes in sushi, you know? Yeah. But, like, once you ate it, it was, like, really surprising to me how, like, well it tasted together. Yeah, it's interesting how there's, like, actually a lot of sushi out there that has cream cheese in it. And it always surprises me. And then next, we got shrimp tempura. Um, Classic. It was very fancy. The presentation was really nice. Um, They had this thing of noodles that they deep fried, so it kind of looked like a piece of coral. How how would you describe this photo? Coral in the background, and then some seahorses. (laughs) 
Exactly. So, like, the shrimp and pearl were the seahorses, and then they put, like, noodles. A coral lattice. Like, a lattice of noodles in the background to make it look like a coral reef with seahorses. I love that. So creative. I know. I actually went to a sushi restaurant in Sun Peaks, too. And they had this... You might have had this, too, there. They had this really cool dish called Oshizuri. Oshizushi? Oshizushi. And it's, like, pressed sushi. So there's the rice in, like, a rectangle shape. And then they put salmon on top. And then when it comes to your table, they take, like, the flame thingy. The flamethrower. What is it called? And light it on fire. A torch. And they torch. And then they torch it. And it looks really cool. You know what that kind of sounds like? A salmon masubi. It kind of does. And it was really yummy. Because the salmon was, like, partially cooked. So it didn't have, like, the raw texture, but it had, like, the really soft one. Oh, that's nice. So it was soft. Okay, since we're talking about fish, another dish that we ordered, we got two of these, was miso black cod. Aussie bass. Usually when you, like, cut into fish with, like, a fork or something, it, like, stays together in one piece. But their black cod, whatever fish it was, was super tender. It was super soft. And when I cut into it, it just, like, fell apart. I love those fatty fishes because they're not dry at all. Mm -hmm. And it's like eating butter, kind of. It is. It's like that butter texture. Um, But it's healthy. It is. The presentation of that was also super cool. They, like, took a bamboo leaf and, like, stuck it through a stick. So it kind of looked like a... Bougie. Fish boat. I feel like sushi restaurants always come through on the presentation. Like, every single dish is so beautiful. It is. Even the way that, like, when they open up the sushi roll after they cut it, the inside is so pretty. Like, the plates they put it on are, like, you wouldn't think to put food on it, but they do it. Because sometimes they put it on, like, stone slats or different surfaces. We got Wagyu. How was it? My brother wanted to order it, and then I wanted to order it, so we got 500 grams of Wagyu. Is that a lot? It was two plates. Very expensive. It was really good. The cut was really interesting, but they, like, zigzag-cutted it, so it wasn't, like, one solid piece of beef. It was it was really good. Um, and then that came with truffle pasta. It's. They- I feel like the truffle pasta is kind of like the French in it. Yeah, very French. Oh, yeah, because it's French and... French-Japanese fusion, kind of. Or just, like, combined. Did they play music in a sushi restaurant at the restaurant? They did not. The DJ chose very good music, though, I do have to say. Some good bops. C'est bon son fait pour marcher. What is that? It's my favorite French song. It's These Dudes Are Made For Walking, except in French. Oh. Do you not hear it in France, I do not. Oh, that's so sad. Is it, like, not elevator music? It's, like, restaurant music? I don't know. It's just music for every occasion. I listen oh, to it. Oh, versatile. Yeah. Okay. I love it. Who's it by? I have no idea. But just search up, c'est bon sofé pour rocher. Okay. And then for dessert, there's a big menu. And we ultimately decided on mochi. It was chestnut and chocolate mochi. And then I think that they made the mochi fresh in-house. It tasted like a cloud. It was so soft. That's really unique because usually it was like a hazelnut chocolate, but they did the chestnut. Did it taste different than like Nutella? I feel like the chocolate was more of like a cocoa kind of chocolate. It wasn't like a milk chocolate on the inside. I think the chestnut was more of like a paste. Wait, was it separate or was it 
Is it chestnut it was chocolate like, or chestnut no, mochi there and were like chocolate mochi? Four. So there were two chestnut and then two oh, chocolate. Oh, I thought it was combined. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. No. But that does sound very good. I think the best dessert of all. On the menu, it said it was like a white chocolate matcha fondant with black sesame ice cream. But when we got it, I was really confused. Because when you think of fondant, I think of like either chocolate or like the fondant you put around a cake. But it was not that. It was like a matcha cake. It was kind of like a chocolate lava cake, except matcha and chocolate. Wait, that sounds so good. It was so good. And then the black sesame ice cream paired with it was also really good. The restaurant has some unique flavors. But it went so well together. They're so good at unique flavor combinations. I do have to say that that is probably one of the top restaurants I've ever been to. Oh my gosh, it's up there. I'm missing a lot of stuff from that restaurant. But overall, it was very tasty and it was a really good experience. Any other restaurants? Okay, so there's this one restaurant, kind of basic, but um, at the bottom of our hotel, like in the lobby, there's this restaurant called Bottoms Restaurant and Grill. And it's just like, you know, your general like pub, American food. And on New Year's Eve, uh, we got these gigantic nachos. Their nachos are made with like homemade tortilla chips. Wait, so was like the size of the nacho chip big or was no, it just a just lot of nachos? A lot of nachos. Okay. It wasn't like a lot, a lot, but it was more than I'm usually used to. Yeah. So it was pretty good size of nachos. But then on their menu, they also have this thing called like coach style nachos, which is like three layers, serves like five plus people. Wow. And it's like $52. So I've, I saw like people ordering it and it's humongous. What was on the nachos? Like pork, cheese, beans? We got um, chicken and then there's cheese on it. Guac, salsa. That sounds sour tasty. Cream. Yeah. Was that your last meal there? That was our last meal there, our last night in Canada, Sun Peaks. Yeah. Did you celebrate New Year's in Paris? I Paris? did. Uh, um, did you toast champagne, apple cider? <laughs> That's a funny story. It was after Museum d'Orsay. I was very tired. No, was it? No, it was not. After Museum d'Orsay, we went to the Eiffel Tower. But then the next night was New Year's Eve. So then, I don't even know what we did. But I know we came home around like 9 and I just like fell asleep. And so then, you missed it, Chloe. No, 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 no. And then they had to wake me up for the countdown. And then I went back to bed. But when I woke up, I found that my friend, her dad, and then my dad all took electric scooters to the Eiffel Tower. That's so fun. You should have woken up, Chloe. No, but the fireworks lasted all night. I think for the Eiffel Tower, it turned off around like 1 or 2 a.m. But then throughout the night, I could hear like neighborhoods around us just like setting off a bunch of fireworks fireworks party all night long did you ski new year's eve night yeah we we didn't ski at night but we skied during the day and then sun peaks has this really cool thing where they um have like parades so only adults can do this but they would get on the chairlift and then they would have flares like roadside flares and people would hold them and they would ski down the mountain oh that's cool so it was really pretty did you go night skiing on any of your trips? No. Nah. Um, we were already really tired, and they don't have, like, a big 
Night skiing is usually one lift, so it's not that worth it. Sounds like skiing-filled, food-filled yes, trip. Very to end it off, my last meal in Paris in our hotel lobby was butter chicken. <laughs> a Not a very Parisian meal, but I think we were just tired after a week in Paris, and it sounded good. Better than having McDonald's as your last meal. We did have five guys fries, because <laughs> it was right next to our hotel. Oh, how does it compare to America? I think America does it better. America does it better. That's the theirs first. was so spicy. Like usually I can handle spice, but their Cajun seasoning was really spicy, and then their fries were really short. I like how you're doing Five Guys International. I think that wraps it up for our winter break. Opposite to like series. Um, happy New Year, everybody, and we hope you had a very happy holidays and a very relaxing and restful winter break. Um, we hope you enjoyed listening to what we did over our break. Uh, we would love to hear what you guys did, so let us know in the comments of our Instagram post, at Any Adventures Podcast, what you did. Stay tuned for the rest of 2023, because we have some really exciting episodes coming up. We're going to be interviewing a pastry chef from our local French bakery here on Mercer Island. Chloe will be the expert since she went to Paris. We also have other fun episodes lined up for January and the rest of the year, so stay tuned. You can download Eating Ventures on all your favorite podcast platforms like Amazon Music, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts. And you can also listen to us live on Wednesdays at noon on KMIH 88.9 The Bridge.